For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hey, speaking of travelling, and right now, double eight, double three. any queries about the All Blacks? <laughs> any queries? What a loaded question. Anything you want to know about the All Blacks, come through, because speaking of travelling, Will Travel can report. Ollie Ritchie, he is News Hub's lead rugby reporter. He's sharp, and him and his colleagues are like vultures in South Africa over the desert right now, trying to pick the eyes out of one of the more interesting stories in New Zealand sport this century. Truly, it is. What's going on with the All Blacks at the moment? He's live out of South Africa. Very grateful for your time. Morning, Ollie. How you going, man? Yeah, Louie, really good, mate. Really good. Good to be here. How are are you? We are good. We're good. We're busy. And I um, I imagine getting the News Hub bosses to get you to South Africa with their 20 reporters <laughs> up in Birmingham for the Commonwealth Games. Was it as an easy pitch or, or was it? did you have to twist an arm? Mate, I thought we'd blown the budget on Com Games, on future election coverage, on future World Cups. I thought it had all gone on the Com Games, to be honest. I thought we were toast. So... Mate, when this came through, I was happy as Larry. I really had to do nothing, actually, to, to be honest, because the story was so big after that Ireland series, it was sort of like, well, you've, we've got to be there. So, you know, it was one of the easier trips to get over the line, to be honest. Hey, Ollie, it's Kempi, mate. So, so tell us the mood. Like, obviously, you've got the South Africans where the mood is going to be skyrocketing. We can we can gather that. But tell us the mood, mate. Tell us what, what you're feeling. Like, you know, you're, you're just about ready Spidey to... Spidey You're just about ready to feed. What does it feel like? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one, to be honest, Kempe. Um, You know, we spend a lot of time around this team and around these players. And, you know, there's something a bit different this week, to be perfectly honest. You know, everyone's a bit more reserved. You can kind of feel that weight of expectation and, and feel that weight of pressure that is on not only Ian Foster, obviously, but, you know, the rest of the team as well. Everyone's just a little bit more reserved uh, than, than they normally are. You know, saw uh, Fozzie yesterday on arrival into the hotel and, you know, he was pretty pretty quick into there, avoiding cameras, avoiding any talk and straight into a, into a management meeting. So you certainly get the sense that at the moment they can feel that that pressure and that sense of expectation on this group to, to try and deliver something, any sort of performance that is that is capable of a, of a test win because, you know, lately they obviously have not been doing that. Mark Hinton has a story up this morning um, speaking about, or well, speaking to Richie Moonga, I think it was just, must have just been personally well, on a one-on-one or whatever, and Richie's acknowledged that, yeah, look, they are, they do hear the criticism, they're blocking it out, but the criticism is actually fair. So that's a player's perspective. Just from what you're picking up from Ian Foster, there's been some quotes that have probably made everybody raise their eyebrows, and actually that's being polite. People probably are a little bit, unsure whether Ian Foster understands the gravity of the situation. What's your opinion being around him? <laughs> yes, that's an interesting one. I know what you're talking about there, Louis, with, with you know suggestions that that was their best performance of the year and stuff like that. You almost get the, get the feeling that he's trying to deflect and just try and convince himself almost that things, that things are going on the right track and it's almost like he's accepted his fate 
in, in a way that things are just not going to get better uh, anytime soon. In fact, they'll probably get worse before they get better. Um, I mean, it, it's an interesting one, right? Like for an All Blacks coach to come out and, and say something like that after uh, not only a, a test loss, but the worst loss to South Africa uh, in almost a bloody century. It's, it's quite ridiculous. Um, so you certainly get the sense that he's almost trying to convince himself that things are on the right track. It's, it's, it's truly quite bizarre. And, and the players are certainly acknowledging it as well. They know that the pressure's there and, and, and they welcome it. They, they accept that they, um, that they are subject to this sort of criticism. Um, but yeah, that certainly for me and Foster, that, that was quite bizarre, and that was almost said to me a man that had almost accepted his fate. Ollie, I know that the South Africans will be sitting in there. Their theme for this next match is search and destroy. The All Blacks, they've mm. got this underdog theme going on, but I've always wondered, you know, like you're, you're journalists, you've just flown into South Africa, and you sit up your room, you're writing your headlines, your titles up the top. What's your theme, mate? What are you looking at? What, how many? Just are you allowed to delve into that that headspace for us and let us know what your headline is? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting one to be honest, Kempi, because you, you know I always try and and let the facts paint the picture, and you know you don't want to ever get personal as a journalist. That's not our job. Um, but at the moment, the, the, the facts paint a, a very clear picture of the of the pressure that this group is under, um, and you know so when we, we, we we're writing our stories. The, the entire storyline is around yes, the, the pressure on the team to perform, but but certainly it feels like the, the, the pressure on this on this coach on Ian Foster is, is something that we have not seen for a number of years, and th- there can be no questioning his commitment to the team and his passion for the team and his passion for the players. That that that's certainly not what anyone's questioning, but um, unfortunately they they just can't get results out of this current regime and this current regime is clearly not the one to deliver results so you know when when we're doing these stories you're right we we try and avoid being um personal but you know the the facts certainly paint the picture and they the facts certainly speak for themselves um it's a group that doesn't know how to get out of the current rut that it's in and it's almost like there's this mental challenge this mental hurdle for this group to overcome and they just don't know how to do it so somebody, you're a punting man, Ollie. I know that for a fact. Somebody's lobbed about 50, <laughs> 50 grand on the, the... Actually, here's one for you, Kempi. Darcy LaBella gets beat first person to message me. <laughs> first person to message me after the Openaki Cup. Um, anyway, I just had a giggle this morning when I opened up my phone to send you a message. Um now, so you're a betty man. Somebody's unloaded fifty grand on the the uh, Springboks to win here. Look at a dollar forty four. I think it's probably about right. They should be favoured like that. Nobody thinks that All Blacks can't win though. They can go out there and win and get a result. But what what's your sense on whether how much determination, uh, sorry, the determination of how much this game impacts the future of the All Blacks coaching makeup, for example, is this game this weekend make or break or actually irrelevant? It's a good question, to be honest, Louis, because, you know, the, the whole uh, issue around Ian Foster and, and his future as All Blacks coach is, is certainly not based on these two tests in South Africa alone. They were given the first, well, Foster was certainly given the first five tests of the year, obviously those three against Ireland and the first two against South Africa to prove himself. So 
you know, should we be in a situation where Ian Foster is, is let go? It won't be just because of um, of the South African test. It's, it's very much a reflection of the start of this year. And, and that being said, so if the All Blacks do end up winning at Alice Park, which, um, you know, I, I certainly I can't see happening. Um, and so, you know, there's probably a bit of value in those uh, All Blacks odds, to be honest, uh, Louis. But um, it, it would be a reflection of, of the progress under Ian Foster. It's not just that he didn't win the test in South Africa, because that, that's almost been uh, not, not a given, but acceptable for All Blacks teams in the past. It's difficult to win in South Africa. It always has been. Even the best All Blacks teams haven't been able to do it. But he's had five tests this year. And, and you know, you look back on his past couple of years as well, which have, have not been great. Um, you know, it's not just a reflection of the South African series. It's, it's a reflection of the progress sort of this year and, and probably really over the past 12 months as well. So, um, yeah, certainly not just based on on these two tests uh, against South Africa, more the general progress uh, under Foster. Yeah, makes sense. All right, what do we know without pouring all your gravy on our plate? What do we know about the board and the CEO? Where are they at physically, literally? Where is Robbo? Is he is he in South Africa? And kind of and from an administrative point of view, how happy or unhappy is the marriage between the All Blacks and NZR at the moment? Uh, Robbo is definitely in in South Africa. I've caught up with him over here a, cu- a couple of times so far. So he, yeah, he's definitely uh, over here. He has extended his trip. He was meant to just be here in Johannesburg uh, for a couple of days. I understand that trip has has now been extended um, to see out the week. So there, there might be a bit of a telltale sign there. Look, they certainly accept and understand what what, what is going on with it, with this group uh, and with this with this coaching group in particular. And they know that after. Uh, this this test this weekend, and there there'll have to be some action. Uh, there's no two ways about it, and so um, that seems to be accepted at New Zealand Rugby. It's it's what those next steps are. You know whether you bring Scott Robertson straight in, whether you look at some kind of caretaker coach uh, through to the next World Cup. Those options all very much remain uh, on the table, Louis. But whatever they do decide, they don't have a lot of time to do it because. By the time they get back from South Africa, uh, they've only got a few days before this group regathers and and rejoins in Christchurch ahead of that Argentina test uh, at Orange Theory Stadium. So there's not a lot of time to make a decision. But yes, uh, Mark Robinson is here. I've seen Robbo over here. We've had a catch up. Um, He'll be here for the rest of the week, which, you know, is probably a telling sign. He was meant to only be here for a couple of days. And it sounds like that trip will now last a week. Thanks for the inside information there, Ollie. We uh, will take out of that what we what we need. Hey, <laughs> give us some uh, updates on Bodie Barrett, mate. How's the how's the concussion going? And and do you know about his brother as well, Geordie? How's he looking uh, for the for the weekend? Yeah, caught up with Bodie last night. He was in in really good spirits. Actually, he was almost as surprised as anyone to to sort of <laughs> learn that his neck was actually okay because gee, that looked really nasty, didn't it? And and not not a good collision at, at all, and and really just sloppy. And and to be honest, you know, Ian Foster is is right to be uh, pretty annoyed about that. But you know, he he is hopeful um, that he'll be able to play some part. Whether the All Blacks want to risk him uh, this weekend, um, having you know taken a pretty serious hit on his neck, is, is another story. But certainly, having spoken to Bodie, he feels up for it. His, his neck is is fine. He's passed all any. HIA protocols, and he's good to go. Geordie, I don't think, will be playing. Um, he, he hasn't been 
training a lot this week, you know, and it's obviously only Monday over here or Monday night over here, so it's been pretty light load so far. But certainly just talking in and around the group, you get the impression that Geordie's probably going to sit this one out. Um, Bodie very much determined to try and play a part, but certainly not a guaranteed starter. So, um, you know, if, if you're the All Blacks, they'll probably want to get Bowden involved in that game, but certainly not a guarantee. Geordie, it doesn't seem like he's going to play a part. All right, Ollie, I really appreciate the time you've given us uh, this evening over there, mate. You've probably had a big dinner. What do you eat in South Africa? Big, big steak? What do you? What's the food of choice? Yeah, steak seems to be very popular over here, Louis. Uh, to be honest, um, our, our Lord and Saviour Liam Napier, the head of the press pack over here, mm. uh, determined that Indian uh, was going to be our, our dinner of choice tonight. So uh, the the, the travelling media have just been out for a uh, for a few curries, which has been very nice. But certainly overall, the, the, everywhere you go, it seems to be some sort of steak, steak curry um, on the menu. So <laughs> yeah, you, well, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And and certainly there are there are there are a few uh, tossing up between how we're going to divide between the steak and the curry, whether we just do both in one night. But I think we can just split it out <laughs> over uh, over the next few days. Oh, you're in safe hands with Napes. All right, there you go. Ollie Ritchie, New Subs, <laughs> uh, lead rugby reporter. He's a champion. He's over there. All the information on the ground. Make sure you follow um, follow his coverage on News Hub uh, on the website and also on TV3 as well. And Kempi, here's one. South Africa's winger, Kurtley Arundesi, there we go, got it right this time, has been suspended for four weeks following his red card. Now, personally, at face value, without reading all the details of the hearing and the um, citing commission, feels light. It was pretty bad. It was pretty reckless. And would it have been different if Bodie, God forbid, didn't get up so easy? Probably. So that's that's a little bit, there's a bit of nuance there. That's Four weeks, oh, you know, I've seen worse for some pretty marginal accidental shoulders to the head, you know. Or or even face on face. Face on face, Angus Tarvel. You know what I mean? So look, I think I, I think it's a bit I mean. think it's a bit light. I think the intent was definitely tied up in that collision. Um and that you know, like when you watch the replay, you watch it in slow motion, you get to see it all play out in full um in its full force. But he was so committed to chasing that uh kick that he lost focus of what he was doing to protect the other player. That role, that role, what what role he was doing, and then just decided I'm going in here at 100 miles an hour, and for no, no, for no safety or or duty or care to either himself or the other player. 100 percent reckless, 100 percent negligent. Intent is a really I mean, this is one we battle with, we grapple mm. with, but reckless and negligent at the very least. And four weeks seems like here's a couple of messages that have come through. Richie Monga summed it up for me. If you're not in my team or in my squad, I don't really care what you think. They know they haven't been good enough, but some fans really showing their true colours. Warriors fans would have burnt their jerseys by now. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have, Mark. If Such a shame Sam Kane will go down with the boss. No fault of Sam's. Let's be clear, he's not in the best handful of loose forwards and not a great leader. The coach has stuck in time picking him. Yeah, that's from Jerry. I don't know. know what you, are you saying there, Jerry, that you feel sorry for Sam Kane or he's not the right man? Uh, personally, he will still do a job for the All Blacks moving forward, even if Ian Foster's not the coach. Sam Kane's time's not done, but I think there are other options, namely a massive lock, massive lock look called at, Sam Whitelock. Yeah, listen, yeah I, look, I think so. I think Sam Whitelock should get the nod. Um, I think there's some something brewing 
after what Ollie told us about his meeting with with Robbo, and you know. Well, it's interesting. It's quite telling that he's extended his trip, isn't it? It, it is. It is. You know, and I think that I think the part that's being played out here is the part that the CEO plays with the media by getting them prepared for something that's going to take place no, if it doesn't quite go down. You, you make it sound a bit contrived, Kempi. It's not like that, but it's like guys like Ollie and the rest. It's their job to be in front of Robbo. And just asking leading questions here and there, and you know what it's like. But I don't know if they're out of their way going to brief the media behind closed doors about what's happening. It was eight weeks, but half a no history of offending. That's from Matt. Matt, thank you. Good information there. Still four weeks. Still look bad. Twenty-two minutes past eight. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. More rugby and more of you. So we'll hear from you throughout the day on the Kennards, throughout the morning before nine o'clock on the Kennards higher phone line. Paulie Mawadi from tab.co.nz to talk about that $50,000 bet on the box after this. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.